Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. Hello, Deacon John here, Real Life Christianity. Welcome. You know, when we go through life, particularly as a person of faith, a question we ask a lot is, what is God saying to me? In real life, we ask this, and we ask it especially during times of crisis. Times like the ones we're in right now. What is God saying to me in all this? You know, it's, it's really a big question. How do we hear God speak? And there's a lot to say on this topic. In my book, Becoming a Fervent Disciple, I devote a chapter to this. It's called A Practical Guide to Hearing God. But right now, I'd like to offer just a few thoughts on the starting point of all this. Where hearing God speak all begins. And it all begins with one thing. Listening. Listening. It's safe to say that most people have the same capacity to hear. Our decibel ranges are often very much alike. But it's also safe to say that not all people are good listeners. They can hear the sound and the words, but they're not good listeners to the one speaking. You know, we've all had that experience in our lives. Someone uh, we're talking with is just not a good listener. And it's difficult to talk to someone like this. You get the sense the person's not there. They're not with you. They're like somewhere else. You can see their mind is, is out there and not with you. You can begin to feel really uncomfortable talking with him or her, and eventually what happens is you just stop talking. You shut down. Communication doesn't happen. And hopefully, we've all had the experience of a really good listener in our lives. And boy, is that different. You sense with a good listener that the person is with you. They hear you, understand you, or at least is, are really, really trying to understand you. And you have a comfort when you're with the other person a sense of acceptance, and you just want to keep talking to this person. And here's the remarkable thing is 
You may even say things that surprise you about yourself. You learn things about yourself because things come out of you when you're in the presence of a good listener. Because that good listening draws things out of you. You see, essentially, when you're listening to someone, it's an act of love. And it can be an experience of love from another. You know, becoming a good listener is not easy. It is essentially a skill. <laughs> You're not born with it. You acquire it. And it requires two things to acquire it. Effort and humility. Effort. You, you know, it's just simply work. You work at it. It's hard. To listen to another is to put yourself in someone else's shoes. You put your own mind and thoughts aside. You even put aside your own experience of life and reality. You suspend it. Suspend yourself. And listen to the other. Hear the other as the other. You enter into their thoughts and their feelings. It's work. But it's very special when you do it. Because something happens between you. There's a closeness that occurs. This also requires humility. You see, here with humility, we don't assume our interpretation of what someone else says or feels is correct. We don't just quickly assume we get it. We don't assume that what they are thinking is understood by me. So we listen to understand. Having the humility to hear another is a service. It's putting their thoughts first. It's putting them first. It creates an openness in us to really hear and know the person as he or she really is. Not as I am preconceived in my thinking he or she is, but as they're being revealed to me in their communication, in the words. For example, a, a good listener where they're really working at it and are humble will often say something like this. What am I hearing you say, or I'm sorry, what I hear you saying, what I sense you are feeling is this. Am I correct? What I hear you saying is this. What I think you're feeling is this. Am I correct? You know, that simple statement 
is quite important. If it's given in genuine care for what the other person is saying, it goes a long way in creating good communication in our lives and our relationships. It forms us as a good listener to ask, to be open, to love another person as he or she is. Now, if listening is critical to good communication with another person, it's even more necessary in our communication with God. In getting to the question we started with, what is God saying to me? Let, let me give you an example from my own life. There was a time when I was going regularly once a month to meet with someone to get some guidance in my life, my life of faith, my my prayer life, to essentially help me hear God better in my life. Some people call this a spiritual director. And in the beginning, I would meet with him, and I would start by just pouring it all out. I'd tell him all the things that are going on in my life of faith, my life, my prayer. And he would say the same thing. He would say, so what is God saying to you in all this? What is God saying to you? You know, my initial reaction was one of irritation. I was a little mad. I would, I'd say to myself, I don't know. It's why I'm coming to you. You tell me. But that never happened. He always asked the same question. John, well, what is God saying to you? What is God saying? You see, he never left me off the hook from the task of listening, of listening to God. And as I continued to reflect on his question, I began to grow in listening and hearing God speak. I learned to listen to God's presence and sense it and discover his kind of gentle, intuitive voice in me. Especially when I think of the varied experiences of my life, especially in times of crisis, like right now. You look around, there's a lot going on. What does it mean to me? What is God saying to me? What's saying in, in my life? So friends, here's the thing, you take the time, you get quiet, and you simply ask, Lord, Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me in all this? What are you saying? And you listen, and you're quiet, and you listen, and you wait. Over and over, throughout your day, but especially by taking time, you turn to him in whom we can trust, and you will come alive to the voice of God. You can read my chapter in my book and get some tools to do this.
that are very helpful and practical. But begin with this simple and yet profound question, asking God in prayer, Lord, what are you saying to me in all this? What are you saying? In Isaiah chapter 55, verse 3, it says, Listen so that you may live. Listen so that you may live. Our life, our life of faith, depends on listening. Listening. And it will come. He will speak. The Bible says what father among you would give his child a stone if he asked for bread, a scorpion if he asked for an egg. You know how to give your children what is good. How much more will your heavenly father give to you? How much more will your heavenly father speak to his children who ask him? Father, what are you saying? Speak to me, your servant, your child is listening, listening to you, to the one who loves me. thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.